Hello, welcome back to the Central Blue Podcast. My name is Tommy and I'm your host. So today I'm joined by Josie, I'm joined by Judah, I'm joined by Ray. And we might have a guest come on later on in the episode, but yeah. How are you guys doing? Chelsea just beat Luton Town 3-0. Chelsea just beat Luton Town 3-0 and it's looking good for the boys. How are you guys doing? What's up, Josie? How far? Good, good. You know, a win is a win, man. A win is a win. Well, no more yeah man top half of the table bro it's been a while i missed it yeah. <laughs> i know right you know so <laughs> um well i'm i'm good um i'm good um it was a good result but not as good as everyone it's just like making it out to seem like everyone seems to have like short-term memory and like just forget the 15 minutes or, or they about after the second half that we had and where they like add us on strings and you know <laughs> it looked like they were going to equalize so but yeah like like i said overall it was a good game but i definitely like believe that we can do way way much better like much much better but yeah we will take it you know game by game and yeah a win is a win so yeah yeah man Makin, how you doing bro first time guest on the episode how you doing bro yeah well, yeah thanks for having me i'm doing great guys um can everyone hear me right yeah yeah awesome awesome yeah thanks for having me on um at the risk of sounding like you know toxic positivity guy <laughs> um i think um you know the results is is definitely welcomed i don't know the last time that we won at, at home so you know i'm not going to take this lightly um so you know three three no and we didn't concede um obviously like you know the other speakers said there's still some things we definitely need to work on um injuries hasn't helped of course and so so we don't really have our main team even the bench you know reflects that but um i'll take the three three no win man um that's three points top top half of the table and we could just only continue to build from here so pretty excited yep same here Ray, what are we saying, man? Before we get into the nitty-gritty, what are we saying, Ray? Oh, that game was not good in terms of tactical build-up, um, in terms of certain people playing left-wing, left-wing-back, whatever they were playing. Um, and we do this thing, whenever we play a little opposition, we go to their level and we just do stupid stuff. But it's a three-point, who cares? You know what I'm saying? I know, right? <laughs> Play Forest after the international break. So I think now we'll have an international break. So we'll get to rest and rejuvenate and stuff. But yeah. No, we don't. Um, we're playing AFC Wimbledon on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, we're, playing Wib- we're playing Wimbledon on Wednesday. And then Nottingham Forest. Then we, then we have the international break after wow. Forest. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, so okay, let's let's get into like. So, what do you guys? What what are your opinions on like the whole system? I don't know. I see people on Twitter. Just let's start with you. I see people on Twitter. You know, saying oh, the system isn't working. But for me, I'm just like, in fact, I expected Porch to switch to a back four today, but he didn't, and it's okay because I'm like, you know, managers generally. Um, I okay. So I, I think. The system is pissing me off, to be fair, because I remember the last time we spoke, I I tried to like defend him because he said that he was playing as a winger and bull, bull crap, bull crap. But yeah, but the system is just bad. Um, you see, to be fair, we won because it was Luton, but it's not working. I don't think it is. Uh, Cole will 
You know, Colville's specialty, what makes him great is the fact that he can pick out those passes and it's usually going to chill well now. And that's just terrible. I don't like the fact that it's him that we're trying to pick out and create something. And that opportunity he got that he tried to pass to a ghost, like, oh my God, he needs to be benched for that, actually. I think just because of that, just because of that, he shouldn't play in that position again. Like, just because of that, literally. I think that was like a moment of the match but yeah um yeah so, all together oh, man S- on, yeah. system is off system is off yeah all right fair, fair. uh let's go to judah and Mackin. what are you guys saying about the system um so i i don't know i don't get the all out cry about the system because like it repeats yeah it's basically the same thing that he was using in preseason it's just that he has like Changed a few personnel and and all that. If you remember very well in preseason, Q was was always like bumping forward, and we were always like, bro, you know, it's like very forward in that left hand side. And the so like if you if you remember preseason, what well, the only criticism I have for for Poch is like I don't know why he's not using um the way he used Gusto in preseason. The way he used Gusto in preseason, Gusto was actually the one. Inverting and like making it a three. If you guys can remember, like Gusto was basically like third CB, and then you know Cole will move to the left and Thiago Silva was in the middle. So I don't know why he's not playing the back four like that. Like just play a back four, put two or left back, and let him still do the old bumping forward stuff. And you know when we're just on the ball, just move Gusto to talking with the other two CBs. Like I don't know why he's not doing it that way. But yeah, it's basically like the same build-up and the same shit he was doing in preseason. It's just that, you know, people are only now noticing that the how, how I and, you know, how forward Chiwell is and, yeah, and that's why it's like causing the whole outcry. But for me, I just feel like they will, eventually they will gel into it because, like, for example, they were interviewing Poch um, after the game um, today and it was like, he still he knows that they still like need to work on certain things and yeah. I just feel like at the end of the day they will go into the formation. So yeah. I don't really have, you know, much issue with it. But but at the same time, Chiwa needs to fix up like look at the chance in you know, he wasted today and he was also like doing some weird stuff. So yeah, he needs to fix up as well. Yeah, yeah. I think you spot on um I think the, the what, what makes it di- um more pertinent now is the personnel changes since we had a lot of injuries and you know a lot some people have come in and some people have gone out it's kind of more obvious to people but i'm i'm, I'm with you there like he tinkered with this during the off seat of the preseason yeah um you know regardless of you know the starting 11 like you know the shape was always shifting in and out of position uh, possession um so i'm not too worried about that i think once we start having like our main 11 back from injuries and you know people start getting comfortable um we'll kind of see that flexibility come back um but for now i think he's just more worried about okay these are the the, the, this is the personnel we have we need to still win games while we wait for everyone everyone else to come back um but yeah chillwell is uh, for chillwell chillwell is just in his head right now um (laughs) when it rains it pours right um, because I, I was, I was in, you know, in the group chat earlier saying that I remember Chilwell from two years ago or so 
when he was you know taking volleys and shots you know from that um left hand side like he he was fearless and he was very very accurate so i don't know i don't know what's in his head but he definitely needs um to snap out of it so but i'm happy again that we still won even though we didn't play really well yeah yeah sorry before you go to someone else i just want to touch on something that um Backing actually mentioned. So yeah, um, um, the thing is that another thing, like why I don't really blame Poch is that in as much as the injuries as well, like I feel like he also doesn't feel like Modric and um, um what's the other guy's name, Madweke already. Because I mean, <laughs> we also our Modric performed. Let's not kid ourselves. He he has come on in two in two the two previous games and he didn't really it set the world at light or you know it didn't really in fact he even missed a chance like against West Ham you know so yeah so I just feel like Poch just feels like those guys are not ready and if you remember Poch well we all know like he likes taking his time like embedded players like he doesn't rush especially his attacking players when he was at sports he took time for Son to start playing games so yeah he doesn't like always can I push back on that because I think it's unfair to, to say that a guy who's coming on to play number 10 and right wing which aren't his position, and that's the bulk of what he played. He played yeah, but remember wing. what happened? No, no, no. Remember what happened when he started playing left wing? It was like the last five minutes, and we were cooking on that side. He, majority he, of the season, he's he not played in the point. When he missed that chance. Do you know the chance he missed? Do you know it was, he was on an the attempt. No, 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 no. He was playing 10 at that point in time. He was not playing out wide on the left wing. Yeah, okay. Um, Ray, what's your opinion on the whole like system before we move on? Oh, it's very simple. I mean, it, the system works. Even if you want to play a left-back, it has to be a left-back with technique. The system would look very different if Matson was playing there. Not chill well. He can't make good decisions. He can't stretch the pitch. He can't build up. He can't shoot. He can't cross. Um, so he's a complete liability over there. You saw what happened when he got in the box. Normally, you feel well, just slap it with your left foot. He'd even do that. So, you know, he's a hindrance to that entire side. He's the reason it doesn't look so bad. I mean, yeah. it was shocking. It was shocking. All right, um, let's talk about the first goal. What are we saying? Jesse, what are we saying about the first goal? Sterling's goal? Uh, yeah, fire, man. Last, like, last week, you were, like, you were on his ass. You were dissing him and stuff. Like, Yeah, I was telling you. I was telling you, man. Sterling's coming back, bruh. Going thank back. you, thank you for reminding me. This guy was on Sterling's ass saying he was he was shit like the last game. I was like, bro, what game are you watching, man? Thank you for reminding me. Now, what do you have to say to me? What do you have to say for yourself? Yeah, he was listening to his game because obviously we missed the West Ham recording, but he had a good game against West Ham as well. So you know, he he's doing well. You know, it was good. But obviously, he still had those moments where, like... You see, he, but in the I, first game, the one against Liverpool, I was telling you that he had... He, it looked like he had, you know, dramatically improved from preseason. But you were like, he was still shit. So I was like, eh, I don't know, you know. And then each game, he's actually been getting better and better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, to be it. fair, I remember I said I didn't watch preseason. I think I was like, oh, he was really shit in preseason. And I'm like, that was shit. Well, fair. Yeah, he yeah. was. It just looked like he was just playing during preseason, literally. <laughs> like he just, he, like, more than half of the team left. Like all his mates left. He was the oldest person in the team. Like he just, he was just playing. It was like he was in the kindergarten or something. Fair. And then now he, he started bowling. All right. Um, Judah, Ray, Mackin, what were we saying about the first goal? 
Stallion's first goal. Well, um, what can I say? Rhyme the dream. I never lost faith, man. <laughs> I knew he was going to get get us goals. And funny enough, yeah, the the dream himself, which is Ryan, he already set a target for himself to be the highest goal scorer for Chelsea. None of this Jackson, whatever, of which I hope we're going to get get to at some point. Nah, but, come yeah. Down, come down. <laughs> but yeah, Ryan already um said it himself that you know he wants to be the highest goal scorer for Chelsea, and I. Fully back him to be that, and we can already see it from you know today's goal. Like he already showed glimpses of it against West Ham as well. So yeah, he just needs that confidence, and I feel like the confidence is back, and he showed it in the first goal. And yeah, that was like a very very like top goal, you know. So yeah, yeah, man. Um, as soon as that goal went in, it, uh, it just reminded me of that goal. I know it's not quite as spectacular as the hazard goal versus Liverpool where he you know he just caught in from that right, right and yeah. he just ducked you know two three defenders then just finished it you know with class Mashed it. it started with yeah. a nutmeg in the middle of the pitch that's one of my favorite goals nah it's not yeah. that that's that's I think my favorite hazard goal um so yeah so I'm just I'm just happy that Raz um seems to be showing you know that confidence back you know this is the quality we expected when we signed him last year um, so that build up, that confidence, taking on players and just finishing very calmly, it's it's just gonna be you know good for us if it continues this way. So yeah, I'm 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 happy for Raz. Yeah. About the first goal, that was purely individual brilliance. I mean, Sterling, you can see the confidence in him. I don't know if the manager put his hand on his shoulder and told him, "Listen, just do what you do," or maybe he. It looks like we're using sli- Sterling slightly different because of Gusto. Um, and he's allowed to kind of come in way more and just operate deeper areas to kind of drive with the ball, which is what he likes to do. Um, but yeah, I think, I think for him, we found a perfect thing that we could do just on that right-hand side with him and Gusto and his working. Um, so yeah, doing his thing. Fair, fair. All right, so what I'll do now is I'll like give each person like, you know, talk about this goal or whatever so we can wrap up. But if you want to talk about something else, feel free to be like, oh, you know, you want to talk about that. So um, so let's talk about Chilwell's Bozo moment before we talk about the second goal. Who wants to do the honours? Let's go, Mackin, since you're new today. Chil- um, Mackin, what do you think Chilwell was thinking? Because that was a crazy... If I speak, I'm going to be in trouble, man. Like I don't, I think I don't know. He he, he either was thinking or he even just overthought it because, I, like, like someone said in the group chat, right? Like, even as a non-professional football player, once you have an open post like that, you take a shot, right? Worst case scenario is the goalkeeper kind of like you know punches it out towards your player and they, they slotted it, but that was just a bozo bozo um, moment in the game. Um, I've I've been a you know chill well defender because I I know what he could do, uh, but yeah. I don't know since that injury it's just been downhill. So it's I can't defend it to be honest. Um, hopefully it, this doesn't like put him down too much, but he uses it as a wake up call and play better because now he's the assistant captain, so he has to make better decisions. But mm-hmm. that is unacceptable. I know. No, I think he's actually lacking confidence as well. But Judas, you want to say something? Go on. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course, hundred percent is a bosom moment. But um. So like Sky Sports were actually <laughs> interviewing Raz about it, and like they asked him about that that moment, and it's funny because you know Raz was like saying that um 
that is probably that is probably like sterling is half to blame because he was always like shouting at chiwell to cross the ball <laughs> like from the liverpool game and that's you know he he was he has been on um chiwell's neck like that he should always like cross the ball so that that's why <laughs> chiwell wanted to give him the ball in yeah. yeah, but well, yeah, but it was like he told him that he should have shot in that moment. So, uh, like I said, yeah, it was definitely a bozo moment. No, no one can explain <laughs> what was going on in his head. And even the man himself already like did a post on Twitter, you know, saying that he has to, he has to do uh, what's it called, like shots finishing chances and stuff like that. So, but yeah, it was a bozo moment, definitely. But actually, it has cost us points though. I yeah. know, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's talk about the second goal. Oh, just do you want to say something about the chills? Or the guys have like reflected your thoughts already? Mm, no, I, I I already touched on it at the beginning. All right, all right. Let's talk about the second goal then. So obviously, no. Before we talk about the second goal, we can talk about the context. There's no need to be fair because Luton were. I me, mean, I always knew we were going to win, but Luton were pressing and pressing, and looked like it would be one of those days where we'll, like draw or something. But luckily, I think um, Sterling scored again. I tried to remember. Oh, yeah, I think it was... I'm trying to remember the second goal. Well, I think it was Gusto to Sterling. And yeah, I mean, Judah, what were we saying about the second goal? Um, yeah, so it was um, um, Enzo to Gusto. Then, you know, Gusto to... That crossed it, like, caught back sort of to, to Sterling. Um, yeah, it's like I said, it's like really just eased like the old pressure and, you know, before just before the goal, uh, what's his name? Sanchez made like his coffee save, you know, like the ball deflected, and yeah, so like they were actually really already coming into the game and you know, looking like one of those Potter, Potter moments where you know, well, I heard that all of a sudden the other team draws and you know, we are sort of lost, but yeah, like I said, it was, it was um, a good goal that. Calm the nerves, let me put it that way. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. typical. It was nice goal as well. Nice finish, nice cutback. Sterling was on fire today, but you know, it is what it is. Hopefully, he keeps it that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, then again, it's looting, but yeah, let's give him his credit to us, do Okay, let's talk about the third goal. Judah, what's your problem with Jackson? Um, no, I'll I let Ray, I'll let, have no problem I'll, with him. I'll let Ray do the honors, Ray. You're Great. The reason I want to speak about, I want you to speak about Jackson because I remember when we first signed him, you were giving us like information about this guy, and I'm like, who's this guy? I don't know him. Why are we signing him? But look at this today. I mean, what can you say about Jackson and his regen of drug bar? Do you believe it as well? He's not a drug regen. That's number <laughs> one. Um, I think <laughs> so. With Jackson. Uh, there's a couple of things he needs to iron out his game. He played like half a left winger, half a striker. Um, and you can see it because he's always trying to lay the ball off. And then when he gets slightly out wide or in a 10 position, he'll stand you up like a winger would. But he remembers, oh, snap, I'm a striker. Um, so those are the type of things he needs to kind of let go. Um, if Nkunku was here, he could get away with that because it would play off of them too very well. But he's not here. And you can see he still has those instincts of laying the ball off to Chilwell. He tried to lay the ball off to lay the ball off to Chilwell in like four or five great positions. He didn't he didn't know anything. If Nkuku yeah. was in a position, it'll be the same. But also he has a tendency to actually make good runs as a center forward. Like the runs he makes, the penetrating runs, 
number one, nobody's going to stop him. Number two, um, in terms of strength and speed. But once he gets there, he's going to take a shot on goal. We, we, too many times we had people who could even, like, control the ball to even get into the spot and to even take a shot. At least now we have someone who's in the be- between that line. And when they get the ball, they can bring it down and they can shoot. You saw that, like, on that left-hand side, that's two shots he took at the goalkeeper. Right. Again, if someone else is taking those, they're going in the sky, they're going to the left side, they're getting scuffed. That's, that's the type of stuff that lets you know that, like, when this guy completely figures it out, he's going to be a problem for this league. And he's going to be bag. And with Enzo Fernandez or some other creative team behind him, it's going to be just nothing but gold. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um uh for me I think it's definitely drug was regen. I don't know why you guys don't admit, but Mackin, before bringing um Judah, Mackin, what are your thoughts on Jackson and his goal as well today? Yeah, no, I'm really impressed, right? There were some portions of the game that I was pretty disappointed because I felt like he was trying to do too much. But I think in general, um his hold up play was pretty good. Um he's very light on his on his feet and fast. So just having him as a pivotal point in our offense is going to definitely work out for our, you know for the best of us in the in the future um it's a shame Nkunku went down when he did because i think that link up between him and Nkunku to rate's point um will just be, spe- be special because we'll have another creative person to kind of slot him in where he's supposed to be so just having you know Enzo and Nkunku right behind him and him dropping in to, to link up play with them is just going to be beautiful. So I'm happy he got his goal. So no 007 because I, I can't <laughs> deal with a freaking rival fan. <laughs> um, so yeah, so hopefully this is the beginning of great things to come. Yeah. Just you always say, man, before Judah comes in. Yeah, bro. I always say, man, DJ Jackson. Guys, uh, He's a baller, man. He's a baller. Ever since, ever since I saw his first two games in preseason, I just, I just added him straight to my FPL. I was just like, man, this guy's gonna do it. Like, I, I haven't had any doubt about Jackson. I, obviously, he started the season, and we saw that. Okay, we started seeing how raw he actually is, and all this stuff. But listen, listen, listen. We bought this guy off the back of being La Liga's player of the month, scoring like, what did he score? Was he like six goals in one month or something? He scored like, how many games in a row did he score in when he came back from injury? And then, he, how many goals did he get in the league? It was like 12 or something. And then nine of them came in like his last like seven games. <laughs> so he, he went on this crazy purple patch at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. And it's just the beginning for Jackson, man. I'm telling you. I agree. Uh, Judah, he plays like drug, but I don't know what your problem is. But Judah, go on, yeah. This guy, he doesn't play like drug, but you guys should relax. You guys should calm down. Like, they, <laughs> I don't know. Like, like I was saying, with Chelsea fans here, you guys are either overhyping the player or undervaluing the player. Look at the stick that they were given starting preseason and like even when season started. Now we are all here. Everybody's like Sterling this, Sterling that. They are all like they're all hyping Sterling out of his out of this world now. It's the same thing you guys are just doing to the Jackson kid. Today's game, he had like so many, you know, bad touches and where it was like I think Markin was the one that I did there to it, you know. It was sort of like he was trying to do too much and 
I don't know, probably now that he has gotten his goal, maybe he will, you know, start feeling more confident. Like, I I don't have any issue against the guy, but I'm just like, this overhype that you guys are doing is what, is what will probably, like, <laughs> kill this guy at the end of the day. Because you people are out there complaining to Drogba already, saying, you know, Drogba this. Someone just said, did they, what did he call it? Did they jump, you know? So, but I just like, He's a young lad. Like, you guys should have just... All this, if anything, I expect I am rival fans to be the one putting this kind of pressure on the kid, not we ourselves. Because at the end of the day, when the guy probably falls short or, you know, he's not getting the goals like we expected, it's still we, the same fans, that will come and start shitting it on the guy. Instead of you to have just been real with yourselves and realize that, okay, this guy is actually still raw and, you know... He needs to get there. Let's just give him some time and let's see how it goes before we start comparing him to DDA or stuff like that. Well, I'm not saying you're not going to make it. You could make it at the end of the day. But, <laughs> listen, yeah. bro, it's not about the goals, though. Like when I watch Jackson, it's not really about the goals. Exactly. He brings so much to the team. Exactly. But, yeah, another issue I have is. Someone was telling me runs and pressure. Bro, I'm not buying a striker to come and run and pressure players. I'm buying you need to get the goals or at least give assist or something, not runs and pressure. That's the one I'm buying you for. That's why Arsenal bought his shoes. Bro, bro, literally, literally, he he has made the most, he has made the most runs in the whole Premier League. Like, in the whole league. But is that what we bought him for? No. No, but you know what's funny? Yes, Yes, that's what we bought him for. If if I if I'm gonna bet one person to be clinical, it's gonna be him. He's he's gonna have a better shot conversion rate than, than Jesus. If you deep, it's not working. It's, it's not working well so far for you, though. It's not working out well so far for you. I'm, I'm not gonna listen. First season, first season, first season. I don't expect him to bag that many goals. Um, this is first season. He's under 23. You know, Drogba is 24 when he's even Drogba at first season at 24. He wasn't that great. Exactly. Drogba was raw in his first season. That's what I'm trying to say. All I'm just, all I'm just saying is that in the, the, the next <laughs> thing, I just feel like this whole comparison with Drogba should, it should really die down. But anyways, we all know Chelsea fans. It's only, it's only going to increase. And once we have people like Tommy in the fan base. Mackin, I'm going to let you talk in a bit. Um, Judah, we're not comparing him. We're just saying me. We were saying is he reminds us of Rogba, the way he plays, the way he carries the ball. I'm not saying another point I was going to make. Aha. Uh-huh. So like I was alluding, I was saying that we had so like Asu Bank was part of the Sky Sports panel today and they asked him this exact same question and he was like he doesn't see the similarities that people are saying that he has to Rogba that both of them are very different players. And that's that's like the top class nine telling you that, and he literally said it on on Sky Sports Live that he doesn't see the similarities to Drogba, and that he was even talking about he was, yeah, no wait, he was actually he was also like talking about how um Jackson needs to improve as as a nine that you know he needs to like occupy the box more, and you know he was analyzing his game basically. So I just feel like you guys are just you know. <sighs> I left to me, I don't know. People are just overhyping the kid. Just you guys should just relax. Let him grow into this number nine role first before now. You know, no, but they probably don't see him as a number nine. They see him as a, a player who do more than that. That's why they praise all the stuff he does. Because if you're not there are gonna be games you're not gonna score. Like and it's gonna be about what you do <laughs> when you're not scoring. And he's exactly. doing a lot when he's not scoring. 
Exactly. That's like what Drogba did as well. But Mackin, you can go on tour. That's what Drogba did as well. Drogba was not like a go out and out goal scorer like Haaland or whatever or Costa. He always did other things as well. But Mackin, yeah. No, no, you guys literally just said <laughs> what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> he does more than just being a poacher or a goal scorer. And I think his skill sets is needed in the team. Um, I, he's the, I, I, we rate, I think he's still going to be our most clinical finisher when everything mm-hmm. is said and done. Then Sterling might be next. But just having that skill set of link-up play, um, flick-ons, um, you know, making those runs behind, like, we need that. And it's only just going to help the team. If we end up getting, like, an out-and-out number nine, it's going to be great. But if not, I think we just the interchanging of players between Nkunku and himself and maybe one other player we get um, should, should be enough. But we'll, we'll see. Yeah. All right, finally, finally, before we, before we leave, um, Judah, how do you defend yourself? You said Riz James. There's no concern for Riz James. Like, you know... Uh, wait, before you come in, you said there was no concern for his James that it's only first game of the season, da da da, and then he got injured before the West Ham game. So, what we saying about his James now? First of all, he got injured in training, not not um, in the game. That's number one. And number two, I've seen um, fans and people like yourself saying that <laughs> Gusto is, is taking um, his James' shirt and this and that, and bro. I don't know. I don't even know what to say to that. Like that set of the fan base that seriously think that Gusto is going to take the shirt off Rhys James. That's that's not happening in 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 ten years to come. That's not even happening. But yeah, I, I mean, it's it's gotten man. Like you know, you can't just shake off the injuries. And I I think at this point, everybody just needs to accept that you know James is injury prone player. Yeah. And we'll be better when we accept that reality. But yeah, he's going to come back stronger. And yeah, the Gusto is definitely not taking his spots, in my opinion. And even the Gusto himself, he was, you know, a bit shaky today from the beginning. But he grew into the game, though. But yeah, I just don't see um, Gusto taking his spots. So yeah, but that's just me, though. Uh, fair, fair. Um, anybody else say anything before Color Day? Uh, Gusto was. I just thought Gusto had a great game. Well, yeah, but I don't think he's taking James for But he he had a great game, though. Yeah. Uh, right. I was going to say, Levy Gochuku is definitely better than Conor Gallagher. That's all I wanted to say. There's no fact. Ah, uh, uh, Gallagher actually also pissed me off the chance that he missed that uh, Chua will you know, crossed the ball to him and he literally just played it to the keepers and that, that also pissed me off. Me too. Because if you're, if you're not scoring that type of opportunity, then you shouldn't be like, come on, man. That, that, that should be like Gallagher's bread and butter. That kind of chance. Was it like in the second half? Exactly. Yeah, in the second half. He slapped it. Slapped it. Because it was easy. It was wide open. It was right in front of him. Yeah, like, exactly. No one was marking him. I missed it. All right, before we call it day, just brief and concise words on Gallagher, Enzo, and Caicedo. Mainly Caicedo, like the three, our new Modric, Casimero, and Kourouz combination. What are we saying? I love you, Caicedo and Enzo. <laughs> oh, yeah, and that's, that's another thing. Um, so, yeah, guys, I, I think, bro, you guys need to, like, 
take it that we are sticking with this three five two or four to three one variation or whatever you guys want to call it because um i definitely don't think they've signed live to sit on the bench so <laughs> i feel like this you know formation that we played today is what we're going to be seeing for like at least for the foreseeable future and yeah that will be coming into the midfield and replacing Galaga because I, I really don't think they've signed Galaga to, to you know, I'm um, sorry, <laughs> signed Lavia rather to sit on the bench. And I think um, Enzo will be more of like the roaming player. So, like today was, you know, like at a point it was even on left wing, at the point it was right wing, you know, it was just like roaming around. So, yeah, I feel like that's what that's what's just going to be going forward. Let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. Oh, yeah, back can go. You want to say something? Yeah. So Gallagher, catastrophic as usual. Um, <laughs> off, yeah, a... he's he, he's just a problem, man. Like he's a good chap, but uh, he plays with his heart. But just you know, football wise, he's not it. Um, he, he, there could have been like two, three instances where he could have cost us a goal because he mm. either passed to the opponent or he, you know, he got pressed. So I can't wait for Lavia to take his post. Um, Enzo, Enzo, you know, wasn't his best game, but you can see his class. So I'm not worried about Enzo, especially when he, you know, gets better coverage with, with Lavia. And Caicedo, I'm happy for him, man. First start, um, moments he was shaky, but he, he, you know, he grew into the game. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see him, you know, do bigger and better things. So I'm happy yeah. the team's coming to shape. Yeah. Um, can I just say, personally, I think Galahad had a good game. I mean, obviously, it was shaky towards the end, but I thought he had a decent game. Not good, but decent. Enzo, no one of his best, but we get it. It's okay. Caicedo is good if we don't talk about him because it's, if you're invincible as a center defensive midfielder, that's a good sign. So that obviously had a good game today. So, yeah, that's nice. Compared to the West Ham disaster class towards the end, but, you know, we'll leave that for another day. So, yeah, thank you guys for coming. It was a beautiful... Wait, 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 you won't let me say anything about it? Oh, I'm sorry, bro. Rick, go, go. I'm sorry, man. Please go on. Sorry. Nah, but no, nah, no. Nah, right. uh, Enzo, yeah, you're right. I think today was not one of his better games, and that's you know people have been saying, oh, we'll allow Enzo to venture forward more. And I was like, bro, the guy's a beat line playmaker. I've been telling him ever since we bought the guy in January, he's gonna be conducting the game from a deeper position. That's where he should be. Um, Gallagher, he wasn't catastrophic today, but he wasn't good. Um, you could see his lack of ability on the ball is going to affect his team. Uh, and it had many times. But his performance today specifically was not bad. But what Malcolm said tr- was true long-term. You can't play with Gallagher and try to build up with him. Um, Caicedo, he had a couple of shaky moments. But, you know, you could see that when he's trying to cover the spaces by himself in that 3-1 system, it's not good. And, and, you know, people are like, oh, let's try him as a lone six. That's not what he is. Um, he works better in tandem with someone. He can cover more ground than, let's say, an Enzo. But if you expose him way too long, he's going to make a mistake like anybody else. So th- when the fullbacks are coming to help him out, you see, like, it's very difficult to get past him. You know what I'm saying? Um, but if we keep that pivot or have the fullback come and cover for him, he'll be nigh impossible to get past. Um, that was it, right? And then Ugo Chuku, like I said, that guy played like five minutes today, but... Again, he can do something that Gallagher can't. That's build up, dribble, and drive with the ball. Um, and hopefully he comes into his own. But Lavia is probably going to be more likely the guy who's going to be in that pivot with Enzo. 
and that's that's gonna be that's gonna be great for us. Or if we chill into a four three three, again that's good because again that just makes sense for everybody involved. Um, having Enzo be an eight, same with Kaiseido, and then have Lavia be the six. But yeah, good things are going, man. Yeah, only up from here, only up from here. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, about Ugo Chiku, we'll find out um during when we play Wimbledon on Wednesday. So yeah. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't think he's going out on anymore. Like, Poch has used him in two Premier League games now, so I don't. I don't think he's going out on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cheers, guys. Thank you for coming, Matthew. Really like to have the last word, Josie, as well, to you guys. No, no. Again, just thanks for inviting me. Um, nice to chat with the lads. Hopefully, we have um, more of these um, celebratory uh, reviews uh, in the future. So, the Chels. Up the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was great chatting with you guys. Um, I just thought of something again, but I don't want to make this the whole show long. I'm gonna ask, who do you guys think is gonna take the last loan spot after we loan Lukaku? We're only going to have one last loan to make. So yeah, so that's also. I've been watching, but yeah, it's, it's going to be Washington. Mm. You think? You think Diego Moreira? You think Diego Moreira is gonna stay? Oh yeah, yeah. Like they've always no, said, he's he's the under twenty-one, like under twenty-three yeah. or under twenty-one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, okay, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was no problem of, of loaning him in the first place. Awesome, awesome. See, let's see how it goes. So we'll probably have another episode after the Northland Forest game or Wimbledon. Let's see how it goes. Cheers, guys. Take care of yourself. Adios. Good night, guys. Good night, guys. Good night. Cheers.